Hello everyone, and welcome back to It's Shwaya Chwabrich, a Batman, Batfan, Batreview, Batpod, Batcast. I'm Will. I'm Jack. And I have a theory, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now guys, now guys, I haven't spoken about this, but I was thinking, meditating last night, and I think I've come to a, rev- a revelation. This, and I will, I will preface this, this does not have to do with our subject matter, but it does have to do with, like, Batman things that are going on right now. Okay, please, okay. please let us know. Okay. I watched the trailer for Kill the Justice League, right? New game releasing. If you're watching this in the future, it hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. I have been meditating and reflecting on why they are choosing to tie this into the existing Arkhamverse. Okay. And I have a theory. So, theory. the world's Bye. ending... We're killing the Justice League. We're wiping the slate clean. Mm-hmm. For something new to arise from the shadows. Ladies and gentlemen, I posit that this game is setting up a new Arkham game set in the world of Batman Beyond. I have heard this theory many a time. Okay, well, I thought it was I, original. I, sub- I thought I it was original. I subscribe. Mm-hmm. I subscribe. Because... I want it to be true. <laughs> this is very much on topic, but I do now want to talk about this. Um, this this is an, a, a bit of an old theory from like when Arkham Knight first came out. Because Mr. Freeze has his Beyond suit in that game. Yeah. And there's the whole thing where like like that game sets up perfectly for a like a Batman Beyond style story. Um, even like the Nightmare Fear Toxin Batman has the red bat symbol. Um, and yeah. And so people thought that about Arkham Knight. Then when this game was announced, a lot of people hopped right onto that. Uh, I I would I want to believe I don't though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I it's it's hard because I know that the cast of Batman Beyond specifically, like the cast and crew that worked on that show, have been itching to do something with the IP for a very long time and just nothing has come through. It's project after project that gets posited and shot down. I think that this is the perfect continuation yep. for both the legacy of the show Batman Beyond and the Arkhamverse as a whole. The Batman Beyond movie was in development hell for like 15 years before getting cancelled. Yeah. Well, you you guys are setting up so well to talk about Batman Beyond, but we are. I know we're gonna talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. that second. <laughs> Quit, Quentin coulda, you coulda. We gave you the chance to make I this thought, a good I thought way. about it, but I didn't want to be like I didn't want to be like I am. I have a bit, and you guys have to play with my bit. That's how, that's what we do that's every you, time. We need you. That's how this works. I know. I've been feeling bad about it. I've been feeling bad about it lately. No, don't. Don't feel bad. Alright. Okay. So should we talk about the should we talk about Riddled first and, and then we can work our way yeah. uh, to Batman <laughs> We'll we'll yes. come back like a boomerang. We, Captain Boomerang. Today we have ah. something <laughs> that was good. That that was very good. Uh holy shit. Okay, one more thing. Just one more yeah, thing before we move on. Um I searched it. And there was a rumor that they wanted Andrew Garfield to be Terry McGinnis. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I could see it. Hon- I, could see I mean, it. honestly, it I could see it. Okay. Okay. I want to add it's something. Where? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I read that, and then I clicked on the link that where they got that information, 
and it's from a Screen Rant article fan casting. I don't oh, think this is okay. a real rumor. I do like that, but I, I got very... I was like, ooh, and then I checked it out. That's not a real thing. Let's, let's cool our jets. Okay. I think um, Robert Pattinson probably could have played Terry if he wasn't already yeah. Batman. Anyway, yeah, let's get to the Riddler. Speaking of Batman... Yeah, we're doing two cartoons today, baby. Yeah, uh, we are. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I was thinking about that and beyond. We're doing the Batman. If you like Woo! Batman... Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, this is this is oh I didn't write down the episodes these are. This is season four. Season three, season, I think. <laughs> yeah, three. I thought it was season, season two. What? No, hold on, I'm looking it up. <laughs> you said the origin episode of the Riddler, right? Is uh, what supposed to watch. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. oh, hold, hey, okay, hold on. So Jack? this did an HBO Max. Jack, you no, know, hold on, hold on, Jack. Riddler's first appearance is not his origin episode. No way. No way that's... Yeah, they, no, there's a flashback no, episode later on. No. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. I, <laughs> no. Well, I, you're kidding me, right? I, Jack? Are you serious? I sent... No, we're talking about no. season four, episode, episode ten. Wait. <laughs> what? Hold on. Hold on. The Batman season four episode nine Riddler's Revenge. So, what are you watching on? Because on HBO Max it's listed as season three episode ten. What the fuck is going on? Hold on, I didn't watch it. Hold on. Yeah, okay, it's. Hold on, what is going on? Okay, okay, we're having so many revelations at once. This is. This. <laughs> it's, okay, the the Batman wiki says it's season four, episode ten. Wikipedia says it's season four, episode nine. What the fuck is going on? And you said you watched season three. Uh, yeah, watching season three. Does HBO Max like chop season three in its entirety in half and do like? Because oh, no, it's HBO Max combines season one and two. Oh. Jack, yeah, what are we gonna do? This is really bad, guys. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's what I posit: season two, episode something <laughs> entitled "Riddled," which is the origin episode of the Riddler. In no, the it's, not the it's, the episode episode. it's not the origin. It's not his origin. It's not his though. origin, Jack. Origin. Hey, I said season four, episode nine. It's to, <laughs> to Jack's credit. To Jack's credit, an episode titled "Riddler's Revenge" isn't <laughs> really. I, I scrolled right past it, and I thought, "Oh, that's not his origin episode. That's revenge." Oh my god. Oh my okay. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. This is a po- this is an opportunity. Okay, hold on. Right? Quick question. Do we want to stop recording and Jack goes and watches it? I I think that there is an opportunity for us to do something experimental here because Okay, okay. Me and Will Silver lining, hit us with it. Could me and Will could we view a beautiful tapestry for what happens in this episode because it's probably not what you expect. The oh, I've the seen it. You've seen it, point, but I don't remember it that well. Okay, okay. I, I'm kind of disappointed because I was so ready to rag on Robin with Jack for the whole time. <laughs> I I had a really negative Robin experience. No, he, he this just guy. sucks in the whole show. Yeah, guys, do you want to just try like you guys explaining what happened, and I'll uh, try my best to keep. <laughs> okay, up? new format. 
we technically did this kind of with the Batman Black and White Riddler story. Yes. But this this is new format, new content. I'm sorry, guys. Don't apologize. <laughs> it's, okay. under, it's understandable and not a big deal. Yeah, not at all. Well, if, if any... So I assume you guys didn't haven't recently watched the season 2 episode called Riddled that introduces... No. <laughs> if there's Here's any the background thing. information that you need, I, I have it very fresh in my mind. I actually did, because uh, I was like... Because Riddler's Revenge perfectly leads into it. What the but, fuck? Yeah. Okay, so we have one person who has only watched Riddler's Revenge recently. We have one person who's watched both of these episodes, and we have one person who's only watched Riddled. What okay, the I, fuck? Here's, here's what I'm going to suggest. We'll start with Riddler's Revenge, and me and Quinn can talk about it, and Jack can, like, you know, have a reaction. Then we can transition. Do you want to transition and also like squeeze in a third topic? I don't know. And also do I don't know if we have riddle. time. We'd have to cut the Batman Beyond, and I really don't want to cut no. the Batman. No, no, no. Okay, we can't, okay. we we'll can't see cut how much the Batman Beyond. We'll we see how much just, time we have. We can summarize. We can kind of expedite this bit a little bit. Um, okay. There are things that I do want to talk about, but we can streamline it. Quentin, you want to just kick off with Riddler's Revenge? Yep. All right. So it opens on a boat. Mm-hmm. And Riddler's there. He's he's wailing on this one guy. He's some big 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 uh, big business executive guy. He's got him tied to a chair. He's got his weird uh, not, no, goons. No, he is not tied to a chair. Is he not? He is tied upside down to like an industrial crane, like hanging from it. All right, that's a very different set piece than what I remember. Anyway, he's uh, still on a boat, though. Yeah. So, Riddler's like, you did something to me in the past, and then he readies his explosives, and then the whole entire boat goes whatever. And then Batman shows up, and he knocks the detonator out of, uh, out of Riddler's hand, and then they have a little kerfuffle, um, and he cuts the business guy down, uh, and the business guy gets the cane that's also the detonator, um, and he gets his on... His name is Gorman, for His the name record. is Gorman. His name is <laughs> Gorman. Gorman. Okay. Mr. Mr. Gourmet, uh, and he gets on a lifeboat, and he starts going uh, going off, drifting off, and he turns back, and he's like, ha-ha, fuck you, Batman and Riddler, uh, and he detonates the explosives. Uh, he delivers an ominous line about how he has some past with the Riddler, uh, and the whole ship goes kablooey. Uh, Batman tackles Riddler into a industrial crate, um, and they both go careening into the water. And I would then, like to add one thing. This yeah. is just something funny. Batman and the Riddler land... They're on an exploding boat. And Batman is equal distance from the side of the boat to the shipping container. And instead of taking the Riddler and jumping into the water, he takes him and jumps into the shipping crate, which is then knocked off the boat into the water. True. The crate does bonus damage. <laughs> yeah yeah he needed that armor i mean what happened if shrapnel went careening off of the side of the boat and then you know probably would have died yeah probably would have died probably would have died yeah he did the smart thing except it didn't turn out to be so smart because after the disappointingly redone the batman intro sequence i got to watch the original intro and it's great yeah 
<laughs> Originals is it. great. I don't mind the change, though. I think it's... I mean, in... I wish they would have changed the visuals and kept the song. I don't like... It's not as... It's not Jack, as iconic to me. Jack, it, you missed out on this, but our intro had Grundy in it, so... Yeah. That's true. I don't mind the visuals at all. Um, the song, just not as iconic. It's got the got the new character, got the new Robin, the fucking <laughs> brain-dead zombie okay. child. Okay. Okay. So, so... Anyway, the framing device for this episode. Yeah. Batman and Riddler are stuck in a shipping crate, sinking to the bottom of the Gotham Harbor, and Batman sends out a, a distress signal to Robin, who is at school right now. Yep. Um, so, Batman and Riddler are doing important stuff, and Robin's gonna spend this whole episode fucking around at school. Don't worry about it. Do you want to talk about the Robin subplot right now and just get it out of the way? His friend looks like Jason Todd. His friend does look like Jason Todd. His friend is also a fucking idiot. Almost as much of an idiot as he is. And the voice performance given by the teacher of their home ec class I love the teacher so much! ...is the most deadpan, lifeless, reading words off of a page performance I have ever seen, and it works perfectly. <laughs> His main function in the scenes that he's in is basically to talk to Robin and say, you've been pulling a ton of bullshit. Go sit back down. Uh, you've been trying to leave class early, consistently, every day for the last six months. I'm not having it. Which is which is very good. It, it, it works very well with the deadpan dialogue. It's just, uh, it's Robin's whiny-ass voice. I don't no you know no offense to the voice actor but I hate the voice acting. I kind of no I kind of want offense to his voice actor. <laughs> I it's it's so annoying. It was implied. It was implied. Um, <laughs> wait guys, tell me about his friend. His friend who looks like Jason Todd. What what is I've his role? I've been a photo. So he, uh, they're in a cooking class. Yep. And his friend is making a stew. That is a combination of his favorite things. One of them is licorice. And I think the other one was like, like mushrooms. Or no, no, no. It? He said it's a combination of my two favorite things: soup and licorice. Nah, that's right. Why does it come that's out brown with like funny. chunks? Of, I. <laughs> well, obviously there are other things in it that he doesn't initially say because when uh, Robin there's cheddar in it, there's cheese in it. <laughs> yeah, That's when right. Robin eventually does try it, <laughs> the friend goes, "Ooh, put too much cheddar in there." <laughs> yeah, and while all this is happening, Batman and Riddler are on their way. Are drowning. they're not drowning. Yeah, they're, they're they're in a box running out of oxygen at the bottom of a lake. They're, they're not. They're, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Robin tries to pretend like he's like, "Oh no, I got a, uh, I got a, uh, I got a stomachache. I gotta leave." And the teacher's like, "You're fucking lying." Yep. And then Robin's like, "Okay, I'll just eat this horrible soup my best friend made, and I'll instantly throw up, and then I'll actually get sick so I can leave." Yep. Smart. Here's my here's my thing though. Dick, don't don't make up anything. Just leave. What? One of two things is going to happen. Either nothing, and then Bruce comes up with an actual good excuse and contacts the school after the fact. Or two, this old-ass teacher is going to try and stop you, and you can karate chop him to death, and then no one will stop you. 
So I think the teacher would one shot him. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, maybe. Who knows? I think that um, there's an implicit issue with karate chopping a teacher to death in a classroom full of students. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, Mr. Hot take over here. <laughs> back to the plot of the episode. Uh, uh, I love Riddler, so it cuts back to them stuck there. And Riddler goes, goes. What is nine hundred nine thousand eight hundred fifty-seven? And Batman, Batman goes, "Don't you ever get tired of riddles?" No. <laughs> Which is a very funny thing to say to the Riddler. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And the Riddler uh, goes. The Riddler repeats himself. What is nine thousand eight hundred fifty-seven? It's how many seconds until we run out of air? Which is two hours forty-four minutes and seventeen seconds for those of you at home. Okay, that's not so bad. That's, yeah, Robin, that's pretty take good. Take your time, man. Take your time. We can. <laughs> yeah. I can actually tie uh, that back to uh, the episode I watched, <laughs> where yeah. like when, after being tied up, uh, Batman asks Riddler to, or maybe it was Ellen Yin, I don't remember, uh, asks Riddler to stop speaking in riddles. Which like, yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is something very funny about the Batman Riddler. Is basically everyone is like, stop telling riddles, and he's like, what? Like, no! <laughs> That's my gimmick! <laughs> no! You don't tell Joker to stop telling jokes! <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> um, stop two-facing. Two-facing. <laughs> <laughs> Penguin, be less interested in birds! Yeah. Stop doing bird-themed crime. <laughs> stop being made out of clay, you clay face. <laughs> <laughs> and then clay face is like, I'd love to, I but wish. I can't. I wish. <laughs> fucking trying <laughs> um anyway riddler's like uh you want to hear my backstory to like my origin story and batman goes okay <laughs> he's like we have nothing better to do <laughs> flashback riddler is um something very funny about this riddler is that he apparently like i i just kind of assumed because of his whole aesthetic he dyed his hair i don't know why i just assumed that but no, he always looked like this ghoul even before he was the Riddler. Um, he doesn't look like a ghoul. <laughs> he, just like, <laughs> he looks ve- he looks pretty ghoulish. Okay, it, it, yeah, but it's not because of the hair. <laughs> yeah, it's because of his whole his whole complexion. Yeah, um, but he's working with uh, an unspecified university. I'm just going to assume Gotham University because you know. Wait, you, you skipped over some of the details of his childhood. We get into we get into his early days. We get into his obsession. Oh with yeah, and the with vague his dad. <laughs> yeah, the vague threat made by his dad as he clubbed a baseball <laughs> through his little puzzle uh, that he assembled, and it scarred him for the rest of his the life. Riddler, the Riddler is basically building like a Lego set style, like a kit that's like a puzzle. And his dad's like, why don't you like sports, kid? And then hits a baseball with a baseball bat into the puzzle, destroying it. Yeah, he says, why don't you play an actual game? Let's go play ball, champ. And then he clubs the clubs the baseball. 
And then that cuts into his early life of crime. He was like, I liked puzzles, but puzzles had no challenge. And so I tried crime, but then crime got boring. And so I ended up somewhere that you wouldn't think I would go to college. (laughs) That's my favorite thing. Riddler's trajectory was child genius. Like, like bank robber in college, <laughs> then back to crime as the Riddler after that. <laughs> you know, it's never, never too late to go and get your education. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's working at uh, Gotham University with a lady whose name is Doctor Julie. I looked it up. We never learned her last name. She's only ever called Doctor or just Julie. Yep. Um. So they're creating a, a, a device that you put on your head that makes you smarter. It gives you extra memory. It makes you think faster. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're trying to build this. And who shows up uh, but our friend Chuck Gorman. No way. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't he- see that one coming, did you, Jack? <laughs> Let me see if I can find a photo of Chuck Gorman for Jack. Quinn, you talk about what's going on. So, Chuck Gorman basically comes in and he's like, I want to invest in your project. And Riddler's like, no, I'm edgy and want to do my own I don't know why I thought just Googling Chuck Gorman would help. There's a bunch of real people named Chuck Gorman. Oh, yeah. Um, We are not associating any of those real people with this evil businessman from the Batman. So this this (laughs) businessman is only, like, vaguely evil. I don't even think that before he blows up the boat. He's not evil. The only thing he does is destroy a boat that he already owned. He doesn't do anything bad. The only thing he tried to do was kill Batman. And that's That's it. That's pretty bad. Even then, like, he was trying to kill Riddler, who was trying to kill him. Yeah. So, there are, I, as far as I can tell, there are no images of Gorman anywhere. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, he's no, a man no. of mystery. He's a man of mystery. He, he is. Not, oh, I found one. <laughs> he is. He's an elusive figure. Um, but hey, keep going, keep going. I'll, I'll yeah. show Jack what I'm looking at. So Gorman is sitting there, and he's like, "I want to invest in your project." And Riddler's like, "No, because we want to do our own science." And Julie's like, "Hear him out." And then. Riddler's almost about to do it until uh, he delivers a line. Gorman delivers a line. Uh, Come on, you gotta play ball, champ. And this sends Riddler spiraling back to that one event in his childhood where his Lego set was broken apart by his father. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll put this up for YouTube. This is the only image of Gorman I can find. (laughs) Uh, it's so it's so small. <laughs> I know. It's you not know, very high resolution. <laughs> <laughs> he sent another image of the uh, of the teacher, the teacher with the deadpan voice. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so so Gorman's like, uh, yeah. How about how about we do we we go into business? And Riddler's like, fuck off. What, yeah. Does he want to make any changes to the like? Why is Riddler so? No, <laughs> no, he, he just, just doesn't want he, money. <laughs> no, Riddler, Riddler is like seemingly just like anti-authority, which I guess is fair. But like, like we are the only reasons we are ever ever given to not trust Gorman is that he's kind of rude sometimes. 
Um, Are you guys like Gorman defenders? Give me your verdict on Gorman. Is he a good guy, I'm bad guy? To say probably. Okay, Gorman is a capitalist, which in any any Gothamite capitalist can't be good intrinsically. Batman. Well, I mean, he's really very uninterested in the capitalism. <laughs> Maybe Gorman is secretly a crime fighter. Maybe. Maybe he's Robin. <laughs> the Gore. No. <laughs> the Gore man. The, the Gore man. Yeah, very violent compared to Batman. <laughs> Secret identity, uh, Gormand. Anyway, Riddler pushes over Gorman because he doesn't want to fucking deal with him. And Gorman goes, you're wrestling with the wrong gator, Eddie! And then he lurks away. Which would be a perfect time, like if I was writing the show, for him to fall into a vat of chemicals and uh, mutate into an alligator man and be uh, Killer Croc. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Maybe cool. he is! No, that, that doesn't cool. make sense. <laughs> that would not make sense at all. I'm going to change my name to Waylon Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and then never reference it and call myself Killer Croc. <laughs> I'm gonna develop a, an accent different to the one I currently have. Yeah. Now that's a scheme right there. I mean, honestly. <laughs> now Except that's you're... a riddle. Now that's a riddle. Who's <laughs> okay? Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Once again, Gordon doesn't really do much wrong. No, no, not really. Uh, not so far, at least. Anyway, um, the university is like, hey, hey, Eddie, and I already forgot her name again. Julie. Julie. Eddie and Julie. Um, we got a, we got a presentation for you so you can show off your invention. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's at the house of a, uh, possible investor. Uh, welcome to Chuck Gorman's house, Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then the guy that set them up is like, hello, welcome, welcome to the place. This is the guy. And then that's, like, if you see, refer to the first uh, photo that Will sent. <laughs> that is the face that they see. It's- yeah, they did not know they were at Gorman's house until after they were there setting up. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they, they put their device on, like, the, the head of the school's head so he can get smarter. And he's, he's fucking killing it. He reads a, an entire textbook in, like, two seconds, and then he can recite the whole thing. Um, and then something terrible happens. Jack, what, are you, what is your guess? Uh, the device malfunctions, causing grave bodily harm to the user. That is exactly what happens. Yeah, exactly. That, is, yeah. that is everything that happens. And yeah, everybody yeah, blames... Good. Edward Nigma, and and Ed, Eddie's like it was Gorman. So was it actually Gorman? We'll see. We'll see. It's about a riddle, that. Jack. It's a riddle. I've been defending Gorman this whole yeah, time. I, I know us saying that Gorman did nothing wrong this whole entire time might imply something else, but we may have just been tricking you. We're the information masters here. We've got the secrets, or maybe. We're okay with Gorman tasing that guy yeah. in the brain. Maybe. Maybe that was a bad guy. Maybe that's the plot twist. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was like the dean or whatever. Yeah. The only other like note that I have here is that in the scene before, uh, back in the initial confrontation with Gorman, uh, there's a little narration from Eddie where he goes, After that, Julie asked me why I had been so whatever to him. 
and I told her all about my father and my childhood, and she really got to, like, understand me, suddenly I wasn't a riddle to her anymore. And it sets up kind of this, like, mm-hmm. off-romantic relationship between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. But then she dumps him after the project fails, so... Yeah, she's like, this is on you and not Gorman's fault. And he's like, fuck, why? <laughs> why, why? Does she not have any uh, blame in this? Like, she was also working on the on the project. Uh, why seemingly is the no. blame directed at Eddie? Have no yeah. idea. Eddie was Eddie was blamed entirely for this. Um, and anyway, uh, so uh, just for the record, it keeps cutting back to him and Batman at the bottom of the lake talking <laughs> about this. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then he's like, he's like, well, Batman, you'll remember this next part because you were there. And Batman was like, I was. And he yeah. was like, yeah. And then he, uh, basically. Uh, Eddie, like, put a bunch of riddles and traps in Gorman's house and, like, trapped him in there. Um, and Batman showed up to save him. And this is the one thing where Batman, like, he sees the green question marks everywhere. He solves riddles. He looks at, he see, he sees, uh, he sees Edward Nygma's face. And then when Riddler shows up in Jack's episode Riddled, he's like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> is this before like, I, Riddled? This takes place This before is before Riddled. riddled. It's yeah. before yeah. Riddled. He's 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 not he doesn't have the Riddler suit yet or the cane. He's just in like like his like <laughs> like his college slacks and okay. a lab coat running schemes. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh this is the the Batman equivalent of the Arkham Origins version of the Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. Enigma. Enigma. Um, My next note is Gordon's pretty damn good at riddles. Yeah, except he doesn't solve... That's the one thing about this house of riddles, is one of them doesn't get solved. It's the second one that they face, and Batman, instead of solving it himself or delivering a quip that solves the riddle, just tackles Gorman out of the way, and it never gets solved. Yeah, <laughs> Modern Riddler would never let Eddie them get away with not really solving bad. a riddle. Oh, he gets he gets fuming. Uh, I like I also like how for that riddle, uh, it's uh fucking he's like he's like forwards it is heavy, backwards it is not, and then like he's like Gorman, do you want to hit? And Gorman's like yes. He's like he's like not N O T Eddie. That's that's not a clue. You just get like that's the answer. Yeah. And then Gorman, like an idiot, says ton. The answer's ton. And then Riddler goes, WRONG! No, he just goes, No, you're too late. Yeah. Oh, he didn't Um, give a a WRONG! No. Um, Too flamboyant. So, then Batman saves him, and he's like, Well, I'll I'll get you later, Batman. Um, I had a lot of fun, so I think I'm going to make this my job now. Uh, If you'll refer to the episode Riddled, he does not in fact get Batman. (laughs) Mm-hmm. No. He gets got. He get, he does get got. Mm-hmm. Um, my next note is Robin didn't need to be in this episode. Batman could have used the bat wave to summon the bat boat, which is the only service Robin provides is bringing the boat. Yep. Anyway, the flashback's over, and Batman's like, "Okay, are you done?" He's like, "Yeah." It's like, "Okay, you wanna help me get out?" And he's like, "How are we gonna get out?" Well, the thing's full of air, so it should be floating, which means we must be pinned down. 
So let's just shoulder ram the wall until we start floating. Yeah. And it works. I mean, yeah. Batman starts doing it, and he's like, I, I, the purest, like, being of strength, cannot do this myself. Hey, you withering corpse, Edward Nigma. Well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll with our combined strength. Well, uh, a little bit of a spoiler, but in, like, the scene after this, Riddler does, does a double-hand neck chop to the back of Batman's neck and instantly knocks him out in one hit. That is true. Well, he's got technique. He knows the riddle of the human body. <laughs> okay. And he doesn't know how a fucking box works? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, a pu- it's, it's not a puzzle box, is it? <laughs> it's just a regular Ooh. box. <laughs> As they're, like, ramming shoulders into it, Batman's like looks over him and is like, "Are you sure it was Gorman's fault?" And he's like, "Yeah, who else would it be?" And Batman's like, "Uh, no one. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and uh, then Riddler's fucking face. Yeah, Riddler. He has a realization. And he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> a fire lights in him. Um, I know. I know. He never actually says it, but it really, in my mind, it really feels like Riddler did a lot of swearing in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they escape. Uh, Batman gets double hand chopped, as mentioned, and then Riddler escapes with his guys on his boat. Then Robin shows up to save Batman, and my note just says, "God, someone, Jason Todd, this Robin, please." <laughs> Man, um... <laughs> you do not like the Batman Robin. <laughs> I don't. What happens next, Quinn? Actually, uh, do we want Jack to guess? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Jack, guess so, where? Guess where they go next? So the real perpetrator uh, is there. There's an untie. There's an un. There's a loose end in this story, and it is uh, Doctor Julie. They oh, gotta go. Mm-hmm. They gotta mm-hmm. go talk to Doctor Julie about this, because I have a suspicion she may be behind it all. So yep. we cut to Doctor Julie. <laughs> <laughs> she's hanging out doing science, and then the Riddler comes in. and He's like, "Hey, it's me, the Riddler. You remember me?" She's like, "Uh, yeah." And he's like, "Cool. I know you did it, and I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, he straight up just tries to murder her a couple yeah. of times. He's like, uh, he's like. He's like, why did you do this? And she's like, because Gorman was going to give us money for this. And you were like, no, I'd rather not have money, which is dumb. Yeah. But why? how does that help? <laughs> like, how does making the project fail? So so here's what happened. She got, she got Eddie in trouble. He got fired. Then she claimed ownership of them and then sold them to Gorman. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. She, <laughs> sure. I like the twist. She, yeah. she big-brained him. It's a, it's a good twist when you're watching it the first time through it falls flat a little bit on the execution a couple of like on a couple of rewatches this was my so because i think i think her getting pissed with him when he turns away gorman and then looking happy when gorman turns up again i think that's like it's it's a nice touch which they you know i say a lesser show wouldn't have added but an equally quality of show wouldn't like a lesser episode of the batman (laughs) wouldn't have done that yeah this this episode is definitely of I think it's of the quality of like a season two episode for me. Yeah. I yeah. mean, take out the Robin parts, get that stink out of here, and uh You could even put in Batgirl, who's marginally better. I I actually really like Batgirl in this show. I think that yeah. she is they should have just stuck with Batgirl. I think Ellen Yin does a good job. Yeah, Ellen Yin's great. She yeah. just super disappears. 
they they put a bunch of the the discs on uh, Doctor Julie's head, and they're like, "Let's see what happens if we overload your brain." Then Batman and Robin show up, and they stop the goons, and then they beat up Riddler. Yeah, and then Riddler's like, "How would you have known that it was Julie?" And then Batman's like, uh, "Fucking Gorman's you. not a scientist. <laughs> Gorman is couldn't have done that. How would <laughs> Gorman have possibly done this, Eddie?" <laughs> Eddie, you dunce! Riddler, 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 Riddler. <laughs> Eddie, I That's thought you were smart, and you clearly didn't think about. I I heard a secondhand account of the story <laughs> that was biased to blame Gorman, and I knew it wasn't Gorman. He okay. figured it out while he was in a crate suffocating at the bottom of a lake. <laughs> yeah. There was you less oxygen was going to his brain. To that out, Edward. <laughs> Here's the thing. I like how Batman implies through his dialogue, because it's not like we said. He's not implying that Eddie's an idiot. He sa- he says that anybody could have seen it besides besides Edward Nigma, And he knows exactly why. It's, it's feelings that got to his brain and kept him from seeing the truth that he had actually been betrayed. And that's the thing that I like the most about this twist, is... He is it's, a genuinely intelligent individual who is able to solve most riddles and crimes and everything. He's able to he's able to solve any riddle. But when it hits close to home and when it's something that he refuses to solve himself, that's that is the yeah. true It's 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 in character for him to not be able to figure this out. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Uh, my last note is very much off topic, but I mean, it's probably, it, it's pretty good. Um, so, so, uh, thoughts on the Batman universe being the same universe from Teen Titans and those being the same Robins. But I like, but I like that Robin. But yeah. I, but I like he grows that Robin. up to be less of a shithead. That's not, <laughs> I can't want to kill him now when he's younger than he is later. Yeah, you can. That's ex- Quentin, you just described exactly what happened to Jason Todd. Well, well. People wanted to kill him at a point in time and don't anymore. That's that's fair. That's. <laughs> I guess I just don't want to be one of those Jason Todd haters. I want to be a Jason Todd enjoyer like the rest of us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, this episode does have Jason in it, so you. Can it does have Jason. Do he does cooking. How the fuck are we gonna squish garbage this? Uh, you guys, uh, like, uh, if if it's mixed, if, if it's mixed, we have our first ever fifty-fifty. You know, I don't think I can give an opinion on this. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. Um, okay, okay. I just wanna, I wanna, I wanna, uh, go back. I don't remember the riddle, but the first riddle Riddler tells to Gorman at the start of the episode, the answer to it is a joke, but he's gagged Gorman, so Gorman can't say it, and then Batman shows up, and, and from the top, like, he's on top, like, at the very top of the boat, he yells down at him, like, <laughs> he's like, it's a joke, which is what you are, Riddler! <laughs> Got he him. burns him, he gets him so hard. Anyway, I think this is Shway. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh. I mean, is that all the insight? 
I said the thing about Batman calling him a joke, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah then true. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this isn't what I expected it to be. Um, as when you look up Riddler's Revenge on the internet, you do find the uh, Six Flags ride uh, <laughs> of the same name, Riddler's Revenge, uh, which actually looks sick as fuck. I would not expect a uh, Riddler-themed ride to go that hard. Um, I would. <laughs> fair um but 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 this episode this episode man i like this episode overall i think it has a lot of good elements uh something we didn't talk about was the very end is very emotional because um i mean <clears throat> riddler gets knocked out and robin goes to untie julie uh because she's hogtied to a chair uh and batman goes robin don't do it let the police untie her <laughs> And then Batman says, Robin, I have a riddle for you. What is the actual villain, not the villain? And then we see Edward Nigma on the ground, knocked out because a laser exploded in his, in his hand, which was a fight thing. Unimportant. Unimportant. Unimportant fight sequence. And he lets one tear roll from his eye. While he's unconscious. <laughs> figure, go figure how that works. <laughs> it happens. But, it, like, in terms of specifically Batman and Riddler playing off of each other, this is some of my favorite content that we get out of that. In, in general, I think that this is a strong characterization for the Riddler. I think that the guy who plays the Riddler in this does a... He he does an incredible job with the uh, with the character, um, and in terms of just rating those two things, Batman and and Riddler, in this episode and the overall plot, and not Robin, I would give this a shway. Awesome! It's unanimous. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want me to give my assessment of Riddle? Or we say I, I was about to say, I would love for you to give a one-person assessment of Riddle. Okay. Riddle <laughs> is kind of more generic than that one. It's pretty by-the-books Riddler story. Like, there's riddles around the city. They have to solve them. Uh, but instead of Robin teaming up with Batman or Riddler teaming up with Batman, it's Ellen Yin, who's a cool original character from the Batman who, by the time the next Riddler episode comes around, has been abandoned by the Written show. out of the show. Um, the worst part of the episode is that she gets done incredibly dirty. Uh, she can't solve any of the riddles. It's just Batman solving all of them for her, basically, which is kind of lame. Uh, but it is, it's a fun enough episode. It's one of those where if I there was something between Shway and Schwarbage, I would give it, I would give it that. We but, can we can just give it a you can give it a fifty fifty because it's a weird situation. It's, it, I'll, I'll, if we ever talk about it again, I'll I'll, I'll pick a Schwer Schwarbage position on <laughs> it, but uh, I don't have to do that right now, so I won't. <laughs> okay. Great. Any any final words on the Batman Riddler anything? My intellect towers over yours, Batman. I wonder if you'll ever solve this riddle. Uh, what yeah. riddle? 
My intellect towers over yours, Batman. I wonder if you'll ever solve this riddle. Wonder tower, I get it. Hey, there we go. That's a point for Jack. (laughs) Good job. Uh, anyway, that was that was our our hey. bit, which we haven't done in five episodes. <laughs> I if I call them a riddle from Arkham City, you weren't expecting it, Quentin. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I was too I was too busy looking at the details, the ride, the Riddler's Revenge on Wikipedia. Cool. You want me to give you another one then, I'm, since I got both your attention? All right, all right, all right. Okay, one okay. More. Um, where is it? I just had it. I I saw I I I did too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do you really need to hammer it home? Everyone knows Harley is stupid. Mr. Hammer. No. Harley? Uh, wait, wait. No. Little The little Harley, like, model thing. Nope. Uh, if, do you need to hammer it home? Everybody knows Harley is stupid. Harley's hammer? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in a room just propped up against the wall. That's true. It's in the fucking... Um, it's in the room that the cutscene plays that you zip up to. Yeah. Yeah. Love that room. Okay, you guys ready for our next segment? Yes, I'm yeah. really excited for our next segment. Me too. Me too. We should start a podcast about <laughs> it. We should, really, really. And just about this episode, I'm down. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, this episode is, is, is from uh, Batman Beyond. It's called Sneak Peek. My first note is I did not remember Ian Peek was Australian. No, he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Okay, what? What? Se- this is like season three episode. Season two. Okay. This is. Uh, we are very professional. This is season two, episode <laughs> eighteen. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. From the best. Uh, from the best season. Yeah. I-, I will stand by season two. Season two is peak the Batman. Season two is awesome. No. It is also peak the Batman if we're including it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no pun intended uh, with your use of the word peak, because this one's all about our boy Ian Peak. Ian Peak, yeah, baby. How would you love, guys describe love a little Ian bit of Ian Peak? Beautiful, M- majestic. <laughs> like no, like I mean, a little more specific than that. Like who is like he? an autumn deer, <laughs> chiseled, elegantly galloping through the lands. <laughs> he's f- also a real asshole. He, yeah, he's he's awful. a gossip journalist who has a nightly television show called The Inside Peak. <laughs> yep, which is seemingly a a thirty second to two minute long show Not where he just show. he just talks about some gossip and then dips. He exposes people though. The first the well, first guy got caught in four K. Yes. The very first thing we see in this episode is <laughs> is just sneak is like the show sneak peek running for yeah. for a few segments and the first uh, person to be exposed is a boxing trainer who uh, one of his clients who's like a professional boxer's wife I think was cheating on him with the trainer mm-hmm. uh, and then. Ian Peek exposes that, and then the boxer walks into the trainer's office looking all scary, which is pretty yep. funny. <laughs> um, then then there's a a, a a pop sensation. Uh, Jamie, J- Jamie, Jamie Gerald, Jamie Gerald, Jamie Gerald. Yeah, um, and she gets exposed for being a splicer. Which if she got a forked tongue, here's the thing: you can. You can get a forked tongue without being a splicer. 
Okay, but she uh, also well, hisses. For, for all those people who don't know what a splicer is, all those normal people out there who don't know what a splicer is off the top of How the dare someone watch the show and not know what a splicer is? <laughs> uh, splicer is a... a <clears throat> so, it, it orig- the term originates in this show, but it's now like a catch-all term in DC for when a human, uh, like a meta-human who has animal powers, or when a human has had their DNA crossed with an animal. Yeah. Killer Croc is a splicer, Man-Bat's a splicer, and in Batman Beyond, splicing is like a fad, and you can go get your DNA mixed with an animal. It's illegal at this point in the show, so she has to do it in like a back alley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You guys remember Ramrod? All too well. You are, you're lying. <laughs> lying. I don't. I'll admit that I don't. He's one of the goons from the first episode with Splicer. He's a ram man. Okay. Uh, well, Quentin, you remembered that, so you didn't have to say, uh. Like, I mean, I mean, no, yeah. Like, I, I know, I know all of the Ramrod. I have the, I have all of the Batman Beyond goons There's in my head. There's only one person who's fucking insane enough to know who Ramrod is, and it's <laughs> me. Hey. Hey, I know Bonk. That's not the same. That's not the same. <laughs> Bonk is like an S-tier goon. Ramrod's like an E-tier goon. I know Ramrod, you know Bonk. We are not the same. <laughs> uh, Will, you, uh, you did give a uh, piece of misinformation that we do uh, that I do need to clarify. Uh, you did yeah. say that this musician is a pop sensation. I believe uh, that she is a uh, rocker. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. that's my bad. I'm sorry. Paxton Powers. Yep. <laughs> um. So you know, Peak exposes some cheating. He exposes that this lady did a splicing, and then he's like, Paxton Powers. Um. He ha- was at a pool party and was fooling around with this lady. And here it is on live television for the world to see. If you don't know who Paxton Powers is, the DCAU des- describes him as the estranged and duplicitous son of Derek Powers, which is a great summary of it. But he's not important for this episode. No, <laughs> not at all. Just, you need to know he's some rich guy. Mm-hmm. Who's a villain. I mean, the way that this episode plays, like, eventually played out, I thought initially... It feels initially, like he should have been important, right? Yeah, I thought they were gonna send... Like, he was gonna send people after Peak. I, I'm surprised he didn't, like... It's not revealed, like, he was responsible for sabotaging the belt or something. Yeah. Because he would have known about it. Yeah. Uh, I, my next note is, I love how Australian he is. He's aggressively He's Australian. Australian. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's really nice a good accent i'm a big fan yeah uh i mean we, we don't we know z- the voice actor <laughs> we zoom I out fi- oh sorry I sorry i can figure it out no you you zoom out i'll look up ian peak's voice actor we zoom out from the television to reveal uh some some spectators of this program the mcginnis household terry and his brother matt um this part really i really really love this part for kind of metatextual reasons because uh matt mcginnis terry's younger brother is pretty yep. much the quintessential twip <laughs> yep yep <laughs> we and get one on the twip count this episode <laughs> let's go <laughs> we also get a sway count um, we do i i yeah i, I, I had those later on, yeah. but 
Um, so Terry doesn't want his little brother to watch this show because they're showing um, some shenanigans that, uh, some inappropriate shenanigans that Paxton Powers is getting into. Ooh. <laughs> I have horrible news. What? Uh, the actor Michael McKean is from New York. That's not his real accent. Wow. Oh my god! No? Yeah. yeah. He's Good news, though, he's in Better Call Saul. Wait, that's... Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, who, uh, does, who does Michael McKean play in Better Call Saul, Well. Uh, Chuck McGill. Oh, no way! <laughs> no way! <laughs> That's insane. That is the that is the secondary protagonist of, like, the first couple seasons of the show. One of the main cool. characters. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm now looking through all the DC stuff he's been in. Uh, he's Perry White in Smallville. What? Um, in the animated uh, Dark Knight, like, two-parter, he's Dr. Bartholomew Wolper. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Great. Oh, he was. I don't know. He was Sportsman in the one Justice League episode where they go to the small fake imaginary town, and Neil Patrick Harris is a small child. He's Doctor Marcus Edmund in the Zeta Project, a show that no one watched. Nope. Until we. Until us. No, we're not even. Not even. We'll get to it. We'll yeah, get to it. Terry is in one oh, episode no. of that show. Terry is in one episode of that show. <laughs> well, he actually did a did a great job in Better Call Saul. Really good yeah. actor. Fantastic actor. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Wow. That's like a voice. Yeah, it's that, crazy that, that, that this voice actor has a, a lucrative acting career. Yeah, Who well, could have guessed it? Like that's a big jump to m- make, right? Being a voice actor and to being a physical yeah, actor. Big yeah. jump down from Batman Beyond to Better Call yes. Saul, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a joke because it's a cartoon for children from the nineties. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, Terry's mom. And Matt's mom, they're the same person, uh, <laughs> lambasts her children for watching this trashy TV show and uh, delivers the very, uh, <laughs> how do I say, the very, um, a line that will become ironic in the near future of like, you think it's entertaining now, but if you were the one getting exposed, you wouldn't be so happy in, in the show. Yeah, I, yep. wonder, I wonder. This. This seemingly implies that their mother believes that her children are doing something on par with, with like, adultery and, like, illegal genetic mutations. That's well, true. Yeah. I mean... For, well, okay, Terry, listen. I don't think Matt's doing anything on par. Terry <laughs> is Terry. a secret vigilante. I don't know where you yeah, rank but, that. Yeah, but she doesn't know that. Yeah. She suspects it. <laughs> Maybe it was aimed more at Matt. Maybe he's maybe he's maybe Matt awful. Is, Matt's a fucking monster. He is yeah. a twip. Anyway, cut <laughs> he's back the to biggest Ian twip. Peak. <laughs> cut back to Ian Peak. And his like his like producer friend comes like, Hey Ian, how how'd you find out all that stuff? And Ian's like, uh, good good detective work and reporting skills and stuff like that. Uh, and then he walks into another room and he's like, I have the ability to turn intangible. <laughs> He can go through walls. <laughs> Ian, Ian, 
Why are you not robbing banks? Like, this is so on, much man. cooler, though. This is so much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> this is, and it also, as this Bruce is why I like points this out, we have what a couple. We've reached out? a. We've reached a crossroads. Um, as Bruce points out, what he's doing isn't technically illegal. We will get to that because it hundred percent is. I I calculated his prison sentence. We'll get to it. Okay. Oh wait, he does he does beat up a couple. Of, anyway, no, no 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 no. We'll get to it. I I have a bunch of shit. Okay, all right. All right, we need to talk about Jimmy Lin. Uh, who's a, like, sni- a mob snitch, uh, going to talk to the DA. Boo. <laughs> why is that, <laughs> the, why, is, why, why is that boo, Quinn? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. You love the mob? You love the mob, huh? the tong, as it's, the, this, this specific group is called the tong? Yeah. You, you, tong you love guy. them? Le- let's just say... That if I say any more, I will be in an unspecified amount of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this this guy who works for the Tong. Go into go into wait. Is he? He's the district attorney, right? Yeah. The yeah. DA. The DA. Yeah. He go into the DA to like confess. Um, and he's like he 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 asks the district like, "Are we safe here?" And and he goes, "You've seen my security staff." I'd like to point out to you guys, he had two guys standing outside, and that was it. He's got two guys just standing outside the door, and he's like, you've well, seen my security. Well, they've got a they're on, like, the 18th floor of a building, you know. They, yeah. And I've got two guys yeah, guarding us from one door. <laughs> what? Just two guys having a chat. It's not, <laughs> you don't need a whole army. It's fine. No. Anyway, fucking Ian Peak while he's intangible. Uh, sneaks sneaks into the room to to record him confessing. This is not this is not drama. This is not like gossip to report on. You're no. Yeah, this, this is, is a, it's a like crazy a, departure for Ian. I I, <laughs> I took note of that. <laughs> this is genuine like crime happenings of the city. <laughs> this is this is like a genuine crime. Yeah, He's Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> The rest of your stories are about a, a boxing Not- trainer like cheating, <laughs> <laughs> and Paxton Powers at a at a party. This this is just this is mob stuff, Ian. I, I, <laughs> yeah, you're creating problems for yourself so, by doing this. Yeah. So Ian-, Ian records them for a little bit, then. The DA is like, hold on, I think I see a weird floating blue cloud over there holding a camera. Then he walks over and he's like, oh, I gotta get out of here. And he zoops back through the wall. Uh, And the DA is like, I guess it was nothing. Then he punches a police officer, Ian does, and (laughs) then he runs. And Terry shows up, yeah. Why did he punch the police officer? He could have, like, walked through him. The police officer was no threat to him. True. You know, for the bit. Make some yeah. John- look. Do you think a guy like Ian can stay in business if he doesn't also create some drama? Like, what if there's oh, like the police were attacked? Like, the police were attacked last night. You know, he can talk about it on his show. Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds like actual news, though. He knows how it's to not spin drama. it. He knows how to spin it. 
Okay, okay. I think if there's one thing we learned from this episode, Ian Peak is very, uh, very bad. Not a, not a cool guy. <laughs> you know, not also, a, also, also, he doesn't succeed in the end. Yeah, no. he's, he's honestly kind of horribly incompetent. But I, I would disagree. He is very good at being a trashy gossip reporter. Like he's oh yeah, he's, really he's got good. He's really, good at that. really really good at it. Let me touch on something that is introduced here. Uh, in this action sequence where he encounters Terry, right? He beats up those two guys, and then Terry shows up, and then he's like, Who are you? And then he doesn't respond and runs away. In all of the interactions between these two characters, he always has... Terry's Terry has no way of dealing with him or his abilities, so every single thing is a chase sequence where when he catches up to him eventually, he can't stop him. He can't do anything I, to I, the intangibility. I could, I could stop him. You could? If it was me, I yeah? could do it. What, what could you do? Step on his feet. If he's Step walking, on... his, the soles of his feet aren't intangible. And it, th- Imagine if only the bottom of your feet are solid. Someone steps through your foot and then steps on the inside of your toes. That fucking hurt. That step on his feet. <laughs> I mean, what, but but when you start chasing him, what if he just goes through a wall? Like you can't true. no longer pursue. Um. I'll well uh, okay. Then that's what we need Batman for. I'll do the foot stepping. Batman does the chasing. Fair. Okay, fair. That's a partnership right there. You are now Robin. Welcome. Oh, no! <laughs> no! I, do I have to? Yeah, your only job is to be slightly better than the Batman Robin. Oh, uh, I can I can clear that bar. You can clear that bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You picked the worst Robin, so it's okay. Yeah. Um. But well, again, I, I... No, sorry, Quentin. Go ahead. No, you go. You go, Jack. I, I think this fight shows that Ian Peek can scrap. This oh, very true. true. So, you know, he he kind of get, he gets the better of Terry. He gets the better of Terry in this, as as the villain usually does in Batman Beyond. He gets the better of Terry in their first encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Terry really never beats him. Exactly. No. No. Exactly. He never beats him. He never finds a way to deal with the thing. Like, well, you gave an actual practical answer. Terry yeah. never posits. Shit. The only yeah. time that he has a chance to get him is a moment that comes in a later scene and then he loses the chance because of a completely random encounter. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, then, uh, to end the chase sequence, uh, he starts a fire. <laughs> really an explosion. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 sets some, he sets some gasoline on fire which explodes. He's going hard for his TV show. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this is where, like, this this next... Well, okay, is the, there, first there's a scene about ter- with Terry in class, right? <laughs> That's... Is that the next? Yeah, game? it's it's not. Imp- it's just Terry. Like, oh, but if everything's made of matter, isn't everything like in atoms are mostly empty space? Isn't everything empty? Couldn't I like? Couldn't someone like walk through a wall? And they're just like, yeah, I guess. I think there was a scientist who did that at some point. I. That's not what this lecture's about. And Terry's like, hmm. Mm. Uh, 
And then they're back at the Batcave. Terry's talking about what he learned at the lecture. There's a sci- the scientist named Taka, uh, mm-hmm. who, who studied going through walls and crap. Uh, this scene solidified Ian Peek as like the greatest investigative reporter of all time for me because he just he just got Batman. He got like he actually got him. What are he you talking him. about? He got him. Huh? Uh, he put a camera. The camera's not in this scene. Oh really? That. Yeah, no, there's there's a whole other encounter with the Tong in between now and then. Oh, yeah, there's the Tong. I'm sorry, guys, I ruined the, the pacing. Uh, there's the Tong again. <laughs> You're right, he, he will get him in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, then he, uh, he's like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, uh, we found out about Taka, I pr- and I saw the show, he talked about the DA, so I think it's him, I'm going to go check him out. Uh, cut to Ian, who's done with shooting for the day, and the same guy is like, yeah, you gotta tell me how you figured this stuff out! And he's like, don't you have a boot to lick? Which is fucking <laughs> brutal on. to his own, like, guy. <laughs> like, yeah. his own guy. Th- that guy, I kept waiting for him to be important, he never was. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I thought he might be, like, trying to, like, steal the technology or like something. the type of Not guy important. who secretly behind, be behind it all. He's yeah. behind nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Tong break in. There's a fun little fight scene. Ian runs into a closet, and then he goes intangible to escape. Um, did you see the, the Tong guy point blank shooting the door with a rocket launcher? <laughs> this is my favorite bit. The, the door is locked, and he, he runs up to it, tries the door, it doesn't work, pulls out a rocket launcher, shoots it point blank, and there's literally, I checked, two frames of him getting blown back and no one addresses it. <laughs> like, like, he sends himself flying and no one brings it up. <laughs> um, anyway, Batman beats, up, Batman beats up the Tong and while he's doing that, Peek finds the Batmobile and he puts a camera in it. <laughs> Good job. Y- yep. Good, Good job. Fuck yeah, you got him. Peek. Yeah, um, he's really good at uh, gossip. <laughs> Weird, this is a weird continuity thing, which might just be me and unimportant. Um, in, like, episode three, the Batmobile detects a weight shift when Ink was on board, and she's just, like, liquid. But, it, like, it did not notice the camera. Well, Ink has got to be a lot heavier. I don't know, yeah. is she? Yeah. I guess. I mean, Dude, yeah, it's heavy, are you kidding me? I guess. Yeah, I don't think the like, state of matter really affects. No, like, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Ignore me. Well, I mean, and it was worth. Th- it's th- worth thinking about, though. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a. It's a good thought experiment. I the, also the fucking camera wasn't placed like on the seat. Maybe that's where the sensor is. I don't know. Well, ink was on the outside. That's also true. <laughs> um. So Terry's like, ah, it's totally him. We figured out who it is. Should we call the police? And Batman's like, uh, he, uh, Bruce is like, he hasn't committed any crime so far. <laughs> Fellas, can I go over something real quick? Yeah. This is the list of crimes so far in the episode that we have seen. Not including <laughs> anything revealed after this, and not including anything he probably did before this episode. Four counts of unlawful surveillance. Uh, which go for, hand in hand with four accounts trespassing on private property. 
one account breaking and entering, because uh, he did, uh, you know, there was uh, some violence involved in his uh, breaking into the where the DA was. Uh, one account assaulting an officer, one account assault, one account arson. Minimum prison sentence, nine years, two months, and a $5,000 fine. Maximum prison sentence, 25 years, two months, and a $5,000 fine. It's hard to argue with the arson, especially. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing, like... He blew up without, Even without the arson, like, let's remove the arson. It's still, like, like 20 years in prison max. Yeah, he committed crimes. I I think Bruce was out of his... Well, maybe I, all I these do, things like, have been made legal in the future. Like, breaking and entering is now legal. Arson my favorite is thing legal. is just, like, like they're just straight up ignoring unlawful surveillance. It's a real crime. You're not allowed to record people without their consent. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know about the world of Batman Beyond. Yeah. Isn't it, like, in a year and a half or whatever... Oh my or god! It already happened. It's not that. Near. Oh it's my like god! No. Or something. I'm checking. Is it like 2025? Uh, okay, I pulled it up. So there is there is there is debate. It was originally meant to be 2029, but then when they worked on Justice League, they pushed it back to 2039. Okay. Oh, thank We're god! Good. Oh, We're thank good. god! We're good. We still we still have, we have time. Plenty of we time. still have time. Yeah. Oh my god, okay. Alright, we need to start working on the bat suit right away. Guys, in the next ten we years gotta we gotta make unlawful surveillance first. legal. Come on, everyone. <laughs> well, we're doing our part. We're doing our part. <laughs> uh, we also, don't we need to, like, do a Batman and all of the Batman, like, all of the Batman history between now and then so we can do a Maybe Batman it's already show. happening. It's just happening in a different country with a lack of news coverage. I hope so. Um, someone says Shway, don't remember why, but I wrote that yeah, down Yeah, I wrote here. that down, too. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, so... That- <laughs> uh, also, one more thing I want to add. Uh, all, that thing, the his crimes was before he... Okay, spoiler. Uh, he murdered Taka and stole the belt. Yes. Yeah. Um, so his confession to that would add 120 months or a full life sentence to those previous ones. Yeah, murder is definitely a crime. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you on that point. <laughs> our our best out-of-context clip, Jack, murder is, is a is, crime. Well, that's... I, I, that, yeah. You know, that's good out-of-context. That's a true statement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hard to take objection to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what happens next? Back to our boys Matt and Terry. Chilling at Let's home. Let's go! This is where the shway and the twip comes from, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Matt is like, did you see, did you see, there's this crazy new special coming on from no one else but Ian Peek. Woo! Uh, he's gonna expose the Batman's identity, and he has these clips that are just Terry with his face blurred out and Bruce with his face blurred out. And he promises Every- to reveal it during tonight's edition of the inside do you remember do you remember his exact wording what's his exact wording i'm going to reveal batman's identity and the identity of batman's mysterious friend friend. which is how he's describing bruce wayne i mean (laughs) we see later on that he has deduced that bruce was the original batman and terry is the second he's figured that out 
But he's just like, he's yeah, Batman's mysterious friend. And yeah. Terry and Bruce obviously meet up to talk about this because this is bad for them. Yeah. <laughs> and Bruce is... I wouldn't say beside himself, because he's a very collected guy, but I can just imagine what he's thinking, that after decades, yeah. the person to finally bring him down is none other than Ian Peek. He, he Ian talks about Peek, how, like, he, he literally says, like, I've been expecting something like this to could happen for, for years, but the fact it's Ian Peek is really yeah, disappointing. It's embarrassing. I, it's, it's frankly embarrassing. Um, there's a nice shot while he's, he's talking with Terry, uh, he stands, like, as he's, like, as he says, like, I've been preparing for this for years, he steps in front of the bat suit and the display case, and the silhouettes perfectly line up. It's a nice little moment. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that, the thing that triggers that line from him, which is, like, I've been prepared for this for years, is... <laughs> Terry going, I'm sorry, Bruce. This is all my fault. And I love how Bruce doesn't go, It's okay, Terry. It's not your fault. Like, you couldn't it have known that that fault. was in the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. he, he goes, I've been prepared for this. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Don't don't worry about this. <laughs> don't, don't. Like, it's like, uh, like he knew Terry was going to screw something up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At some point. Uh, it, it's, it, what's really funny to me is imagine if Terry had, when he got to the Batcave, had, like, turned 180 degrees before landing the Batmobile, and the camera was just pointed at an empty wall the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cut to peak. He's t we forgot to bring this up. He's been taking medicine because he has a stomach ache. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if that's important. Uh, anyway, he takes some, and then he... he, he lifts his glass to take a sip of water and as he lifts them like where his hand is it lowers back down Terry like appears behind his hand and I really like that <laughs> um yeah yeah he's like he's like Terry's like fucking delete the tapes uh you're gonna like I don't care what you do to me but Bruce has done too much to help the city and he's like cool you want to say that again so I can record it so we can put that in the special? <laughs> yeah. That's when, that's, I, after that I just noted, damn, he's good. <laughs> I, I wrote, he's so cruel and awesome. Yeah. Batman leaves and then he's like, well, uh, my stomach still hurts. Uh, uh, I'm going to open my jacket and, oh, I have a hole in my chest. You mess with intangibility, intangibility messes with you. <laughs> you mess with intangibility, you get the horn. <laughs> it's the fuck around, find out uh, graph. Yeah. 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 Uh, well. What happens Terry. next? Uh, Terry's back at home. Yeah, right. he goes to see his family. This is all <laughs> This, I'll, I, this whole sequence of from Terry going to see his family to him heading back out to deal with Peak for the last time, I love this section. Yep. Guy just threw a will. Uh, yeah, so Terry gets home and he's like, well, at least like my mom doesn't let us watch that show so they won't, <laughs> you know, find out. And then his mom is in the kitchen making popcorn like, oh, it's about to be on! 
Come on, Terry, watch it with us. We're going to learn who Batman is. <laughs> he said, yeah, I just... thought you said we shouldn't watch that show. And she says, eh, what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> um, she's like, I'm just your mother. <laughs> you don't yeah. need to listen to what I say. Um, so, like, Terry is like, oh, man, like, they shouldn't find out from a TV show. I should probably be honest with him. He goes, guys, I have something I need to tell you. I'm Batman. Uh, and his mom and his brother just laugh at him. Pretty, like they, just, funny. they don't believe him. <laughs> um, and spoiler alert, they fix it. The, he doesn't. His identity doesn't get revealed. But imagine the timeline where it did, where they yeah. laugh at him, and then they see it. And they're like, the oh, <laughs> they're like, oh, oh that, my god. Well, oh, you know what? Right. It's just him and Bruce's faces that are blurred out. Yeah. Everything else is the same. Everything the, else the fact, looks. She's the fact. Bruce Wayne never changes his drip, and his mom no. has seen Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. But it then, was forgivable before. Not anymore. <laughs> lo and behold. Lo and behold. Um, the special has been canceled. Uh oh. And Bruce Wayne was contacted by Mister Peak and has gone to meet him. <laughs> You gotta help me, Bruce. You gotta, you gotta help me. <laughs> That's a, roughly what he says. Yeah. Because and Bruce goes, no, no. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he's do like, I? He's like, oh, I like, I can't control it anymore. I'm going intangible and can't turn back. Like, and Bruce is just, just like, okay, cool. Your fault. <laughs> yeah, that's on you, man. What am I gonna do about that? Because he's this like, is you're, when- you, you. This is your company and your science. He's like, how'd you know it's my science? It's like, oh, because I killed the guy who made this who worked for your company. And Bruce is like, I'm that is that did not make me want to help you anymore. No, <laughs> no. He's so chill with it. Bruce is so zen about all the whole entire situation from now to the end of the episode. Aside from the part that he's getting choked out, um, <laughs> he's very chill. He's very chill yeah. with the whole entire thing. Uh, Peek throws him the disc with the evidence on it. It's like, please, like, you gotta help. I'll give you this. And then he gives it to him. Bruce is like, I didn't agree to help. You just gave this to me of your own free will. I'm, I'm gonna turn around and leave. Yeah. Um, Peek freaks out and tries to strangle him. Uh, Terry arrives. Yes, he does. And really, Terry being there... All it does is force him to be witness to this horrific, to uh, Ian Peake's yeah. horrific fate. This is the, the single most horrific character death in the DC animated universe and possibly all of DC. And it's not even a character death. It's not, it's not even. It's just, I mean, it's he's going to starve those... to death down there, I guess. Or Definitely. Do you, think, do you think the intangibility negates that and he just is down there forever? It might, but this is this definitely falls into like that category of specifically Batman Beyond the villain ending up in a perpetual hell instead yeah. of like any sort of normal death. I would I would say that there is Light is in no- a nuclear sub trapped at the bottom of the yep. ocean. We just left him down there. No one no one went to check. We left him down there. I mean Blight People like Earthmover. There's that one episode of Justice League, or was it Justice League Unlimited, that had the dream guy. Um, what? That's not what... 
Huh? That, is that Batman Beyond related? No. Well, I'm just talking about like DC. the ah, DCU. Okay, yeah. The DCAU has a lot of those. They kind don't of really things. show mercy to their villains unless no. they're like they like them like Harley Quinn, and then they are just like you're the best character now. Yeah. Joker got shot. Okay, so as you may have been able to surmise, uh, Peak just starts becomes completely intangible and just starts falling through the ground and and terry dives out the window to like fly down to lower floors to try and help him um doesn't work yeah i mean the first interaction between batman and peak is just like the second where it's or not the second but the last where he fucking Terry can do absolutely nothing and just chases him down a building. It it is kind of funny how like you could kind of remove Terry from this episode. This is a pretty self-contained problem. Yeah. Well, there has to be it has to be someone's fault. <laughs> yeah. That um uh, Ian figured all this out. So Terry goes down to like the basement level. And he gets Peak to turn back a little bit solid, and he grabs his hand and he's like, You need to focus, like, I can get you up if you, like, like focus on your power and control it. And he does for a second, and then he fucking loses it, and he starts sinking again. And he, this, I love Batman Beyond writing so much. Yeah. He just starts fucking laughing. He cracks up. It's, yeah. it's honestly pretty chilling. For it's a, so unnerving. He has, like, a cartoon. psychological break and just starts going, <laughs> as he, like, sinks away to die. And Terry just has to sit there and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Bruce comes down and Terry's like, what do you think, what do you think is going to happen to him? And Bruce is like, he'll probably end up at, like, the center of the earth. That's about as low as you can get. He says that's about as inside as you can get. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Terry is like still like kind of like like he doesn't like Terry doesn't do anything. Like he's kind of still like in the moment of shock of watching this man die, and Bruce just l- fucking leaves. <laughs> yep. And, and that's where the episode ends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my Brutal. favorite thing. Um, in in Justice League Unlimited, when they go to the future and like young Batman meets old Bruce Wayne, they make it a point of, like, old Bruce Wayne, like, he says, like, he talks to, like, Batman, who is not, like, early in his career. This is, like, mid-to-late career Batman. And he's like, I can't believe I was ever that green. Batman Beyond Era Bruce gives zero fucks about anything. Yeah. Like, he's, he, like, watches people die in front of him, and he's like... That's crazy. (laughs) He comes up with a funny one-liner to describe what just happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he was like, the only force that's acting on him now is gravity. Gravity. <laughs> gravity. Hmm. Interesting. So, here's what I thought. People, after this... So, imagine you're you're just a random person in the Batman Beyond universe. You, get, you hear all this hype about this special mm-hmm. coming up that's going to expose Batman, and then it gets cancelled, <laughs> and then the guy disappears off the face of the earth. I'm like... Thinking, oh, Batman probably killed that guy. <laughs> Here's what I was wondering. So, for, I, I thought about the two, but I also thought, like, who blurred the footage? Like, did he Pete, himself, Pete must have gone to, like... Himself. That's what yeah. But I'm thinking, like, imagine if there was an editor who edited the footage, and you're one of two people on Earth who knows, and then Peek fucking disappears. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling yeah. anyone. 
it's that guy. It's that. It's that guy who I thought was going to be important, but wasn't the yeah. producer. <laughs> the guy who's yeah. always like, "How'd you figure it out? Like, how'd you get the info?" I love him. I don't remember his name. He's great. He is a great character because, in so many other Batman Beyond episodes, he would be behind it. He would mm-hmm. be behind it all. So they have to make some decoy characters like him, so it's not completely predictable. And I and I appreciate that from them. I think it's because he only gets one episode, but I, like, Peak is, like, one of the most underrated Batman Beyond villains to me. I really like him. He's great. Yeah. I mean, is he really a villain? He doesn't commit that many crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Huh. Is it, is it, uh, I might have a new bit. I might have a new bit. Can I pitch it? Can I pitch a bit? Pitch the bit. Um. Do we want to, like... We, we're pretty Batman Beyond heavy, because that's where their name comes from. And we did a villain ranking for episode 10. Do we want to rank the Batman Beyond villains? Because we've done three of them so far. Not in count, not counting Raish. He doesn't count. He's a normal Batman villain. So we can, we can say no. We don't have to. Rank like, them right like, now. No, I mean just like keep keep it going. Like, how do we like these characters? I mean, that's that's a segment right there. Like, we could definitely do that. Like, catalog it. Okay. Yeah. Do we how do? Does, it. How to go? Okay. How does Willie Watt? Uh, <laughs> how does Willie Watt payback and peak? Like, how do you stack those three together? Uh, hmm. Peak might be peak, no pun intended, but yeah, yeah. I think I, I mean all of those characters are very enjoyable and are really the mm. lifeblood of their respective episodes. So yeah. it's hard to put any of them down. But uh, in Golem, the lifeblood is Willie's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Here's the thing, because you know I'm I I am a payback liker and a uh, mm-hmm. a Golem hater. Uh, I can't believe that. But I gotta, <laughs> I gotta say, I would reverse it in terms of how much I enjoy like the revi- the villains of their respective episodes because we go so long in the episode without knowing who the villain is in Payback, or we know. Well, I, we don't. We on. don't go long. <laughs> the, no, Terry goes long. Yeah, Terry goes long. We don't go long. We realize as soon as he enters the room. Mm. Um. But we don't get a whole ton of characterization. It's more of like yeah. he represents the oh, parent-child shit. dynamic than being like an actual character. Which is why I think that Willie inches him out, for me, just a little bit. I would agree that Payback, then Willie, then Peak. Yeah. Um, I have just... We're already a little bit off topic, so I am going to bring this up. Because I've been looking for a place to talk about this since the Payback episode. In oh. the Batman Beyond tie-in comics, there is a second payback. And it's what? really, really cool. Can I tell you about him? Please. Okay. So, uh, what's... Ken- Kenny? Kenny's the first one's name? I think that sounds right. So, in it's not like the tie-in to the same universe. It's like the modern relaunch that's kind of the same kind of different. So, in this universe... Uh, pay, like the episode happened and then afterwards 
the reveal is that Kenny died in juvie. Like, he was killed in juvie by another prisoner. Whoa. And so Dr. Stanton rebuilds the payback suit and tries to kill Batman in, for revenge. Wait. Doctor, wait, Doctor Stanton. Wait, wait. So you're telling me Doctor Stanton, our favorite, our favorite little doctor guy, Doctor Stanton. Hello, I'm Doctor yeah. Stanton. Comes well, back. Is like Terry's like Terry's like. Well, it can't be Doctor Stanton because we've already proved it's not him, and then it's just him. It's just Doctor Stanton. Yeah, that's son, perfect. His, that's his a natural died, twist. His son died, and he's fucking pissed that it's Batman's fault. Yeah, because we go so long thinking it's Dr. Stanton, and then not really thinking it's Dr. Stanton, because Dr. Stanton's a G. Dr. Stanton's awesome. We all love Dr. Stanton, but it's Dr. Stanton? Yeah, he comes back. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I really like that idea. That was fun. That goes hard. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys, are we ready? I think we are. I think I'm out ready. of bits and out of notes. All right, let's... uh. What's our order? Jack, Will, Quentin. Cool. Quill. Quill. Yeah, I almost said Quentin, but we do that one a lot. I don't think I've ever given a Batman Beyond Schwarbage, and I know there's got to be some out there that I would give a Schwarbage, but not today, because this is just uh, this is pretty cool. Um, very entertaining episode, and. I know people love to talk about, like, oh, Batman Beyond is, like, it's low-key dark. It's low-key dark. It is. <laughs> this, yeah, this is dark. It is. They would be right. <laughs> um, Ian Peake is just a very entertaining character who is played by, I didn't know, played by Michael McKean, who is a great actor. <laughs> and it's just very entertaining to watch this sort of tragic, but also deserved downfall with a lot of um, just fun twists and turns along the way and I, I, if you're looking for like a, a classic like Batman episode I guess this isn't really it because the actual action and stuff is kind of inconsequential compared to just the drama but I think that's what makes it interesting and I, I, I will usually give it a shway. Cool. Um, I mean, once again with Jack, Batman Beyond is just really good. Um, we didn't <laughs> talk about the intro, but it's still good. I, I really like how Peak does represent this kind of unstoppable force. And the problem kind of solves itself with him sinking. And so this episode just gets to be about characters. Um, Quentin, your your complaint about Golem, I think, is basically the opposite here, where Golem had a bunch of characterization that was really bad. I think this episode is basically entirely just perfect, good characterization. Mm. And so I give it a shway. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess I go next. So. I guess so. My biggest complaint with Batman Beyond as a product is that the show and the writers seem very uninterested in creating a logic for a lot of these one-off episodes 
which sometimes drives me crazy because sometimes I want to sit there and I want I want to think like, oh, what is the logic behind the fucking intangibility? Is it that he can? change what is intangible at any given time blah 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 is he thinking about it all the time what what are the rules but if you let go of that and just let things be things this episode is so good if you just look at it from the perspective of character writing and all of those different set pieces and there's a little bit of stuff that could be carved off could be chopped up a little bit like i think that the mob angle could have been tied in a different uh, a couple different places. I I think that if Powers had been the one to fulfill that role, it could have almost been a stronger episode just in having that little subplot tie-in. Could have saved a little bit of time. Um, but while I do have some small critiques, again, amazing character writing. I love Peak. He's entertaining. It's a fantastic performance. It's a fantastic idea for a villain um, who at the end of the day isn't really doing something that we've seen before he's not trying to take over the world he's not trying to fucking steal something he's just obsessed with throwing people under the bus and exposing people and being an analogy for this awful media circus that definitely was a big prevailing issue in the world of 2000 when this episode was written um and still is today so taking all that into account it's a certified shway i think another deserved unanimous yeah yeah well deserved i'm gonna okay i have one more thing than you guys do an outro or maybe my thing will be the outro okay um so if you go to google google images and you google gorman the batman you get that one image. You get that one image I've sent that'll be on okay. screen for YouTube. Okay. If you Google Chuck Gorman the Batman, it's gone. What? Is that? You, a, are you sure that's his first name? Uh, yes, I'm a hundred percent sure. Cause they, yeah, because he gets, yeah, it hundred percent is. You get uh, images from the episode, but none of them have Gorman yeah, in them. Yeah, you're right. I, I can what? confirm this on on Google Incognito. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> Me neither. Uh. Have you tried Gourmet? Ooh, I'll try Gourmet. <laughs> well, I try Gourmet. You guys do an outro. All right. Um. Uh, I have. I have. Oh, Quinn. If you have something, oh, no. go ahead. I had. I don't. I, had a I don't few have stupid something. Things prepared. Okay. I have a trivia section that we can. Gourmet do. doesn't work. Okay. Um, I I'm have back. two fun facts. One from each of the uh, episodes I watched, <laughs> not we watched. <laughs> okay. I watched. Okay. Um, one of them is kind of cool, and one of them is extremely boring. <laughs> okay. The first okay. one is pr- kind of cool. In sneak peek, the boxer from the boxing section at the very start. Is the same, like the same character design as a disguise used by Clayface. Clayface in New Batman Adventures. Same, same Ooh. design. Oh, huh. So if you if you want to theorize about that, theorize however you may. <laughs> I okay. have a theory. It's Clayface. It could yeah. be. It could be. 
<laughs> now the second the second one like I, I i only was gonna share this if there was nothing else to do for the outro because this is very stupid <laughs> mm-hmm. and i want to preface this by saying i have all the respect in the world for people who take the time to create uh entries on the batman wiki you know they're doing a a good service in my opinion um and this you know, is about to be the most worthless piece of information <laughs> isn't it i sometimes you know sometimes just something slips through the cracks that doesn't really need to be on there <laughs> um in riddled there's a section where ellen yin fights off the riddler's goons if you watch the episode you will know that mm-hmm. um so the piece of trivia i i generally think trivia should supplement what you've learned from already watching the episode this piece of trivia just says Yin shows off her skills as a fighter in this episode. It's not, that's not trivia, guys. Is that trivia? No, it's not trivia. No, no you're not going to go to a trivia like a trivia like contest and be like, "What episode of the Batman did Ellen Yin show she was a good fighter?" It's not trivia. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. Do. You- to round it out, uh, do you, do you want a piece of trivia from Riddler's Revenge? I would love yes, one. Yes, please. Okay, Only so I don't one. I don't know exactly what this means. Um, so we're gonna have to decipher this. But I think I know exactly what the, I I think I know. So this is a real life relative. While their characters aren't related, Dick's classmate was voiced by Eben. Sabara's real-life brother, Daryl Sabara. So, the two, the guy who plays Dick and his mm. classmate are fraternal twins. Ah, okay. That's, for, that's neat. neat. Yeah, that's and uh, <laughs> do you guys know? Do you guys know who? Uh, fun fact: Daryl Sabara. Do you know what he's been in? What has he been in? <laughs> He was he was uh, Juni Cortez in all of the Spy Kids movies. <laughs> huh. What do you know? That's very cool. Yeah, and if I'm not wrong, uh, he's married to Megan Trainer, the singer. Wow! Oh. Wow! Yeah. Man. Yeah. To round out the episode, do you guys <laughs> want a piece of trivia from Golem? <laughs> sure. Yes. Yes. Um. Man, I said that and then I read them. None of them are good. Uh, oh man, these all suck. This is the first episode not to feature Derek Powers. It's not good. Not no. good. Okay, I if if you need it, something good to end off of, <laughs> I have something really stupid. Are you, yeah, round okay. us round us out with something. Um, guess who? Pl- y- y'all know Philip Striver from The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Of yeah. course. <laughs> the actor who played him? Burn? Yeah. First name Burn, last name Gorman. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> to round it out, you guys want a piece of trivia from Payback? Yeah, Fuck, wait, no, there's no rolling. trivia. There's no keep trivia rolling. on the page. There's no <laughs> trivia on the page. No. <laughs> it's uh, not Payback time anymore. <laughs> it's not Payback time. Okay, so to round it out, do you I guys found want some? some? I found you guys, some. We can cut it somewhere <laughs> okay. in there. That was a good. 
Payback and Howard Lewis are voiced by the same actor. A red herring also used in the film Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Wait, wait, wait. I have I have an actual thing to end the episode on. Okay, okay. okay, okay. Do you guys okay. want do you guys want Loud one more piece of trivia about <laughs> this episode, about this episode of Shway Schwarbage yes. to end us off on? Round us out. If you guys did not know, this is the end of the episode. 